We have Kevin. Kevin, you say your name and where you're from. Uh, Kevin Adams, Predictive Online Marketing. And then we have Chris up here. I am Chris O'Connor with Chris O'Connor Marketing Gems. Welcome, everybody. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the Google Business Profiles. We're also going to give you some quick updates on what's all happened this week in the marketing world that we thought was pretty important. So the first thing that we would want to talk about is... I just got notified that I am live via email. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. This, is, this is our test going yeah. live, everyone. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're ironing out all the challenges. And um, this is a first for Casey. I've done this several times. So, and all these nuances are, are quite entertaining. So I did yeah. the same thing like a year ago. So it's fun watching somebody else do it too. Close Outlook is what I just learned. So the first one we want to talk about is uh, the Google Search Console has added video. Well, they've said they've added it. It's slowly rolling out over the next couple of months. Did y'all see that? No? Okay. So, so what is video in Search Console about? So they basically... Here. I did pull it up so basically they are doing an indexing report of videos so you can have your videos in your pages and it will tell you if those videos are indexed from the embed hmm interesting and it'll it checks validations um one thing I did notice down here is video supplementary content on the page. It's not the main content. So it'll even be able to tell what, if the video is the main focus of that page. So if it's like a background video for, for yeah. a banner, it's going to determine that, that that's <laughs> considered supplementary. Yeah. So, and like, this is an embed. So it knows if it's an embed or what. So I thought this was pretty um, search consoles. I don't have yet. So I am just waiting to see when it comes out. That's pretty interesting. Oops. I'll have to look at that. I don't go into yeah. search console every day, just like when I'm... Um, working on clients' uh, blogs or updating their website or doing, you know, changing something, adding something, doing a picture. Mm, I guess I'm in there about once a week on one client, but. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it, not, it just depends on the client that I'm working on. Yeah. And like me, I have everything tied into my reporting platform. So I don't really get in there unless I'm connecting it something new to it because I could just pull all my reports from the platform I use. So I'm going to have to start hopping in and checking it. So for me, once it's connected to Google ads or uh, Google analytics, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. So uh, Google search also is um, wanting you to connect your uh, GA4 to it as well. Yeah. I noticed that today when I was in there. Mm -hmm. So, have y'all, I am way behind on the GA4. Have y'all started implementing that? I'm assuming y'all have. Yeah, I've got a bunch of them set up. Yes. So eventually we're going to add that to the list to talk about on here because I have not touched it at all. So I wouldn't call myself savvy at it uh, or, or even, uh, I wouldn't say I... I need to uh, get better at it, and there's still more that it needs to come along before before it's the uh, before it's fully ready. Uh, I don't think it's it's not there yet, but uh, no, it's definitely not. But you gotta you've got to set it up for, and people have to set it up <clears throat> because they're gonna lose all their data once it gets rolled over in 2023. So you better set up and run both of them because you need both of them right now. 
Um, yeah. You can start building your, your data. And by the time 2023 rolls around, they'll have, well, I can assume they'll have everything, if not more, rolled into GA4 that they had in um, uh, UA. So it's really important that I think that people start the GA. I mean, we had a speaker about that, or I heard a speaker saying that now's the time because otherwise you're going to be at a loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, going just to, to start some, collecting it. Go ahead. There will be some levels of data that are not going to be in GA4 ever that are in, that you can already get. Um, more and more is going to aggregated event uh, level data, which is you need enough to be able to optimize something from, you don't need to get the specific user data. Uh, that's the uh, that's the privacy world that everyone's moving to. It's not just a Google thing, it's every platform. Right, well, and you know, some of that's changing the way you look at it's changing. I know that um, I'd love to have Julie Jones on here talking about that or Jenna, because you know, they're so knowledgeable with, with all that information and uh they definitely could probably teach us a lot of stuff teach a lot of people a lot of stuff those are the number girls yeah they love that data so yeah. then go ahead kevin what, you anything else yeah it's just google ads like in in this kind of sense for like um is we used to get vast majority of your search query data um, and, and you'd still a little, a little line item, other search queries, and you'd have maybe one or two clicks in there, tons and tons of impressions, um, but all of your click data was usually shown. And then even when they started pairing that back and your other search queries got bigger and bigger and had some more clicks, you always had your converted search queries. Um, and then that went away to where you may or may not get the search ones. Um, I'm seeing accounts plenty of times. Like I was looking at one last night, I had 50, roughly 50% of the click search queries were shown and the other 50% were scrubbed out. And I'm getting tons and tons, tens of thousands of zero click um, queries. That's that's a interesting revision of how to, to, uh, to optimize with that kind of data. I, I didn't get a click from it, and many of them I might have gotten an impression or two. Um, I, it's hard to evaluate the risk of what, you know, like how many, I can't put in enough queries. Uh, sorry, uh, negatives to block all the queries. So, yeah. The next thing on my list is, <laughs> it is from Ask Googlebot. And it says, does a CMS matter in Google search for rankings? What do y'all think before I tell you all what John said in his video, John Mueller? Okay, read the question again. Does a CMS matter for ranking in Google search content management system? Yeah. You're probably going to say no, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with the classic, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> That's politically correct. All right. Good job, Kevin. Okay. So why, why does it matter? Because I think some systems are better than others. You're structuring the data. I can, I can see that because, like, if you take like WordPress or like Wix or some place like that, you don't really know have know need to know how to write HTML, and it'll still correct a whole bunch of stuff for you. So I get that part of it. But according to John, if you code an HTML static static site correctly, it has no difference over 
the rankings compared to like a CMS. So as long yeah. as everything's coded correctly, it doesn't matter. Well, okay. Those are key words that you just said. Coded correctly. Yeah. How many things are coded correctly out there? Not very many. No. You know, and it's interesting since I've been out on my own in the last year and a half and all the things that I've looked at and all the, you know, the many different clients, websites and this and that. It, I was amazed. I, or I am amazed at how, um, I don't even know what the right word is, how messed up they are. And then they wonder why they're not getting any calls. They're not getting any traffic. They're not getting any, and it's, it's really back to the basics. And I've said this before in some other groups that I think everybody wants to skip to the shiny penny or the shiny coin and keep jumping, 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 but they forget about the basics. And I think if you've got the basics in, intact, which is correct coding, right? Yeah. You're going to yeah. be successful, but I, I can't tell you how many people are, don't even have that. Yeah. And it, what surprises me is like some of these, I'll go with bigger plugins that like I use a review plugin that is absolutely amazing. I love it. I love the way it lays out the reviews. It looks good. It pulls in new fresh data as often as you want it, depending upon how often your clients are getting reviews, but they didn't take the time to code it so it includes structured snippet data. Hmm. So, I mean, it's an awesome plugin. I still use it because it makes everything look so amazing. But it doesn't help me with my rankings because there's no structured data. So, I'm going to have to talk to them about that and see if they can get that implemented because that would, that would kick it into extra gear. Hmm. What review plugin is that? Um, or are you going to keep it a secret? No. Let's see. Well, wait till you get an affiliate link before selling the audience, right? <laughs> <laughs> I always like to hear about quality plugins because, you know, they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, so Chris, to your point, I, yeah, I think... I'm... Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think is. I think the basics, and I, I love the bright and shiny. I love the advanced, like, hey, we can do this and everything. Uh, but it, you can be 90% of the field if you just do the basics right, because doing the basics right is, is rarely, rarely all done. Many times you can look and go, look at all these things, and then like, oh, oh, did you, did you see this? Oh, and it's painful. You know, it's, you go back and look at your own work and like, oh, wow. Hmm. That, that could have, uh, I could have done that better. Um, just covering the basics and I was doing some tricked out stuff. Um, and, um, but I think the, the other question about the coded correctly. And I think the question the, the word correctly is the trick that's, that's changed over time. How, what, is there a way to say, you know, like, how would you say, okay, coding correctly nowadays? What is well, that's a good question because you know, you get these developers, and in each one of them, you could put five of them in a row and you could tell them to do the same thing, and each one of them is going to do it a little differently. I promise you, they will. Yeah, like, four out of five of them will be bad, probably. All right, here, let me pull up. So, here's the Google Places Reviews Pro. Yeah, it's by Ninja Team and it's on Code Canyon. So it's thirty nine bucks. You do have to get a what do they use? I can't even remember the Google Cloud subscription. I think it with all the inquiries queries to the databases, it charges me like two dollars a month hmm. for all my clients. So even it's not that bad. Um this is what it makes it look like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and it has filters. So you can only, you could pull in your top, your four and five stars and leave out the 
ones where you got a really bad client that only gets one star reviews, you can filter those out too. Hmm. So, and it does good on mobile. Yeah. Can you filter it by you know, phrases that are said in the, uh, in the review? I do not believe so. Cause that would be really cool too. But you can have multiple locations, add box shadows. So if your client has like four or five different locations, you can tag just the location for the reviews on that location page. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and they have widgets. So I enjoy it. It works really well and it, actually helps with sales so oh uh, yeah um yeah i mean you know we talk about that on uh google business profile in my um clubhouse room every thursday from 10 a.m to 11 30 a.m and um you know reviews are critical and uh but not just getting a five star, you want somebody to actually write you a review and not like you did a great job. You want them to expand a little bit and and possibly place, I know I'm gonna get stopped about this, but I know that asking to put a few keywords in there. I mean, you don't tell them their keywords, but kind of recommend, make a recommendation of what they can write. Cause a lot of people don't know what to write. They don't. Yeah. They don't know how to write. You can give them suggestions and then they can, you know, do something along those guidelines. And then when you, and then it's imperative to respond to them. Always, always, always respond to everyone. I don't care if it's a one star and somebody says it should be a zero star. You need to respond to them. And um, as, as the owner or whoever is you've hired to answer those reviews, you make sure that you add a few more keywords. Now I know, People are going to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. One day it just might matter. And then you're SOL, right? Yep. So why not? Why not add it? Because you never know when Google's going to change something and say, not that they would ever tell you, but I really feel in my gut that it does have something to do with some of the rankings, even though they tell you it doesn't. All right. They so look now at that, where people are. Go ahead, Kevin. They look at where people are going and, and their responses. Or they do really click through rates on different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, like this was started, I don't remember, a long, long time ago, but it got to a point, at least on Netflix, we weren't going to watch anything in this household with less than three and a half stars. I remember it went up. I mean, it, if we're going to go watch something now, it's going to be, it's got to be like reviewed great on like Rotten Tomatoes once on that so far so there's a little doubt that um any kind of product she's going to go review look at the reviews and see what's there instead of letting the person just go randomly find stuff feeding that stuff to them and, and helping um and people i think i think they get too nervous about uh, about reviews there's certain businesses that are going to get them many businesses are going to get negative reviews it's just going to happen i was talking to a doctor and he was like, I got this review um, and, and I, you know, and I responded to it and I was explaining, it's like, look, if you're a doctor's office, you're going to get the negative review. Oh, great place. But their, their lobby wait times. Uh, right. Oh, that's just a doctor's office in America. Right. That's just yeah. a navigational. Oh, okay. It's a doctor's office. Cool. I'm in the right place. That's not really, as long as your people do look at how you respond. And then look at exactly. how recent that is. If that was like a couple of years back or a year back, okay, great. But if you're responding well, um, as long as you know, don't feed the trolls. I've seen that one go badly where people digging up a comment from a year or two ago and then suddenly it's right there on Google's front page and they're like, why is this happening? It's like, don't, don't, it's, it's old, just let it die. Well, you know, the fake reviews are so rampant. It's, um, it's just appalling really. And, um, I mean, it was funny. You just got one the other day. Uh, well, not got one, but Casey was telling me about 
somebody had messaged them or emailed them about, I can put out as many reviews as you want or whatever it said. And, um, you know, I said, send it to me because I want to, I want to flag them. And, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, Curtis Boyd has the transparency company. That's what he's all about. And let me tell you, he's, um, he's hitting it hard and there's a lot of government agencies that have picked him up and picked his, um, services up to you know start fighting a lot more of these fake reviews that are out there because it's rampant and you know what's what's kind of cool is you know the new video testimonials um i, I kind of like that i don't know how you fake that like you could fake a review um but i'm sure somebody will figure it out <laughs> yeah they'll get it eventually i'm sure somebody will figure it out but um to me, a, a video review kind of, you see it, you can, you can't touch it, but you see everything. And because we're such a visual society, you know, I think that might, might help. I don't know if it's the next best thing, but it's certainly why not. Right. So do, so do reviews with photos, are they better than absolutely? regular reviews 150%. So when when clients um or when a customer leaves a review it's better if they have more than one picture. Have them take four or five pictures if it's a restaurant, have them take pictures of, you know, the fun you're having and I don't know, whatever you want to be creative with and you know, put four or five pictures up there with the review. Absolutely. Google Loves that. Absolutely loves that. Yeah, I've noticed I've been trying to build my reviewer profile and I've noticed that at places where I do photos, they get more views than with no mm-hmm. photos when I leave yep. a review. Yep, absolutely. Hmm. Well, you know, if you're at a restaurant or if you're at a ballpark, you want to see how clean things are, right? You want to see what the food looks like. You know, because you can always take a really nice picture and and put it in an advertisement, right? I mean, half the things on TV are fake, right? I mean, it's not real food. You couldn't eat it after you got done with it the way that they whitewash it and milk wash it and this wash it and that wash it. I mean, it's not real. It sure looks good and it makes you hungry. But uh, if you were to eat that after they got done photographing it or, yeah, no, you wouldn't want it. So if I'm a sewage treatment plant putting up before and afters, right? Is that... <laughs> okay, Kevin. All right. I know. <laughs> Boys, he they always got to go there, I don't know. they? they always- I could do a live stream like once a day. Man, just look how many people are watching. I don't know. Well, that's, that's sad, but probably true. Sad, but probably yeah, just- true. Nobody's monetizing this. Come on. <laughs> oh well, you just gave somebody an idea. All I could think of is uh, I can Dirty Jobs. I can't remember that guy's name. The show Dirty Jobs. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Never t- yeah, those those would be all of those businesses. You remember the guy? Was it uh, the, the guy Will It Blend? Right. Yeah. Right, so yeah. ridiculously simple. You know, you know this one, right, Chris? Mm-mm. So I, I can't remember the name of the guy and the nope. company, but they they decided they were trying to sell this blender. It was a commercial grade blender, um, and they they didn't know what to do. Like they, and so they said, "Well, let's just stick a I think it was like a phone. I think it was something, whatever. Just see, will it blend?" And then every day they would come in, they were they just started filming this and putting it up on YouTube and just ridiculous stuff. Just will it blend? And it was it was fun and, and engaging I, video. And I bet that people watched it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I bet need if there was to be entertained. People just definitely need to be entertained. And I mean, why do you think TikTok's so big? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, TikTok says they're an entertainment company, not a social media company. Yeah, well, you know, and and uh, and so is Instagram, and um, you know, Snapchat used to be the thing, and then you know, uh, Instagram kind of took over, and now 
uh, TikTok has taken over. So, you know, and that's where everybody tells you you need to be. I'm sorry, but I'm out. I Do I watch some of the videos every once in a while? But I'm not a, and maybe it's because my age and I'm older. I'm not a TikTok kind of person. But they say that people my age are the ones that are watching it. So as a side note, TikTok added uh, ad filtering for uh, businesses. So you can filter what videos your ads show on. Really? Yep. They did that wow. this week. Wow. So I seen that when I was looking for stuff. So, wow. Interesting. Yeah. That Very was, yeah, it's, I didn't understand. They have like four different levels and it's not really, it's like maturity based. I don't know how mm. they accomplished that. Cause I'm like, it's not like keyword or some keyword based where I'd be like, okay, well, if I have a pressure washing company, I want to see people that are watching pressure washers, but it's like maturity of video. Mm. I don't, it was really like even reading through the article about it, I was like really confused. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> I I'm going to be doing research. If you if you're a tick if you're not a TikToker you will probably won't get it. If you're a TikToker yeah. you probably get it like in a heartbeat. Like it's the best thing since sliced bread, right? That's a great ad. So yeah. Well, if you're an advert like in in Facebook ads or, or Google ads, uh, there are settings based on these kinds of things because advertisers freak out if their content gets shown on something that's not like doesn't represent their brand. So yeah. it's not just the, uh, it's not just the, uh, not safe for work kind of stuff. It's like, okay, that's political stuff that is against me. So, uh, all the, uh, every ad platform runs into this meat grinder and the panic that starts going out when the news gets out to one company, like mm -hmm. what I had, like how many impressions showing on what channel that's about this, that's not us. Um, I'm, I'm sure it was a matter of time. TikTok was going to run into it. Yeah, well, you know, they all have their their ways of of you know, and we don't even know what's going on inside their their companies. A lot of this is probably already developed. They're just slowly releasing it, or you know, creating it and then releasing it. Yeah. So, what are some, I guess, some hints to help us get more reviews? on the Google business profile. I got to get well, used to saying that. I know it's hard. I've, I, because I have a, a clubhouse room every week, I've, it's rolls off my tongue now. It's not a big deal. Um, but the Google business profile, how to get reviews. So there's a couple, there's many different ways to get reviews, but the, the most important is when that customer is excited about your product or service at that moment that they're telling you, thank you so much. I love what you did, or I love this product or whatever, whatever. That is the time to ask for the review right then, because they are super excited about it. They're happy that it was fixed, repaired, replaced, whatever the case may be. Um, they love the taste, whatever it is, right? They're enthusiastic and they're going to give you a really, really, really good review. If you wait even 24 hours um, a week or send an email, 99.8% of the time you've already lost it. You get about a 2.2% people that will actually fill that out. So I always recommend people that to carry around, you can have a QR code in your phone that has a link directly to your um, uh, profile. And you pull out your phone and let them capture the link on their phone and boom, you got a review. There's also yeah. a review link on your profile that you can text somebody or email somebody or send somebody that will also take you directly. Now the challenge with that is you can only get a review. You can't get pictures uploaded. So you want to, find a way to get pictures uploaded with the review. So sometimes if you're with that person or in front of that person, you can give them your 
uh, URL for your Google business profile, and then they can take pictures and upload and, and uh, add their, add the words with that they want to add. Yeah. So this brings me up to this topic. So the Google business app stopped working this week. It ended. It has today, today, today. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I cried a little bit. Oh, let me tell you, I had several people, agencies today, whining and crying about it not being there. So you're not the only one. Yeah. Was it all moved over to? Yeah. Well, Google Maps. Yeah. You either have to, you. So the only way you can get into the back end is on your desktop still, but that won't be much longer before we can't use that either. I know. So that's yes, gonna be really that, bad. That, they cut that off, and um, you know, I have used it that way. I it's a little harder to navigate around, but like anything, right? Anytime Google changes something, the people who use it the most get frustrated because we're used to our systems, we're used to knowing how to click, 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 boom, done, 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 right. Now it's yeah. taking me a little bit longer to figure out what your system is going to be and how you find what you need to find. It's all there. It's all there. Everything you had before. It's just a different way to get to it. And it's just a little bit of a learning curve. It's super not hard, but it is a little bit of a learning curve if you're not in there all the time. But if you're working for clients and you're doing a lot of posting, a lot of updating, a lot of you know optimizing of their profile... It won't be that hard. I promise it won't. And yeah, I could, thinking, go ahead, Kevin. I just uh, I go into Google Business uh, Profile and I get messages that ha- it's easier to like change the results, change make changes from Google Search. Is that what? Uh, is That's that what they're forcing you to do. That's what they're yeah. forcing to do. So if you manage the account then you have to go on Search or Maps to update anything that's there. You can't go in the back end on your phone anymore. Yeah. Maps is the only way to get the messages from customers. You can't mm-hmm. do that from search. Correct. It's getting messages from yes. Google Maps. Yes. yes. So yeah, if, sounds, if, that's weird to say. Yeah, I know. So if somebody has a question or wants to hire you, whatever they can send, if you have it turned on, a lot of people don't have it turned yeah. on. And I understand why they don't have it turned on. Did we lose her? Yeah, froze. Oh, she froze. There you are. I froze. Froze. Okay. Yeah, just yep. for a second. Okay. There we go. Am I back? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So um, there is so much spam on that that, um, and I have a, a client who's a, a pressure washer in Waxahachie. And he gets more crap on that than anybody I've ever seen. And I'm also a point, why don't you just turn it off? Because it's it's not bringing you business. Now, on the other hand, I have a roller skating rink in Sherman that he books so many birthday parties off that messaging system. So I think it just depends on your business. I know when I was in the garage door business, it was crap. I hated it. I turned it off. Because you'd get that proverbial, hello, how are you today? Well, really? Yeah. So um, two things. I want to first, um, you know, for the audience, like, I'd like you to go through your background a little bit. You Like building business, um, uh, garage doors, um, what you were doing for outreach and like how you were building reviews then, the effects, um, how you dealt with the, you know, just, I don't know. Go ahead. Thanks. Sure. So um, I started with the company and um, it was just two of us, the technician, my ex and myself. And um, we worked super hard and it was a big challenge. And, you know, when you have no money to do advertising or budgets or anything, um, what I learned how to do was network. And I networked a lot. People would see me everywhere and I'd have a earphone and I'd have two phones and I'd have to leave and answer the phone because, you know, I'm 
networking plus I'm answering calls. You can't not miss a call, right? So um, I did that for uh, 13 years and um, really on a shoestring budget because we didn't have a lot of money until towards the end. And then, you know, that's when I started um, using AdWords and things like that. But up until that point, I mean, it was all... I would go to meetings, I would go to DFWSEM, I'd go to a lot of meetup groups, I'd learn how to do a lot of these things. But the key for me was I implemented. Um, sometimes I was implementing at the meetings because if I was implementing it and I had a question, I could ask that person, okay, I'm this far, what am I missing, right? Because sometimes when people talk about this stuff, they make it sound so easy, but I'm not and wasn't the most technical person. Can I get things done? Yes. Do I have the strong knowledge of technical? No, my son does, but I don't. Um, I know enough to be dangerous. Uh, and uh, then I would need somebody to bail me out. And John Nozzle always bailed me out, which was a lifesaver. Um, but unfortunately, he moved to Tyler and started helping his mom. And anyways, that's another story. But um, Google Places... I think is what it was called way back in 2007 or eight. Um, yeah. I've been through a lot of names. I can't, I don't even yeah. remember them all, but oh, um, yeah. I remember Google places stuck in my head. I remember di directory stuck in my head and, you know, I just kept adding and kept doing what people suggested. And these are, um, you know, Bill Hartzer. I've listened to him for years and, we used to love going to the meetings and what's new bill because he'd say oh x y and z and then the next day i'd be implementing it so the key really is to implement what you learn and uh i mean a lot of these meetups were free or five dollars so i learned a lot a lot of education for a minimal amount of money and uh, I'm I'm very grateful to Steve Koontz and his group and and I mean so many of them. There was just so many of them that that I went to, especially in the evenings. That's when I got gained the most. So, but basically grew the company from zero to one point six million. And um, I mean, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was a challenge. I mean, some days you wanted to rip your hair out and say WTF, right? But I think that's in in any business. I. You know, but the benefit I have is that I was on the owner side of it, right? I was in the trenches running every aspect of the business. And so I understand when I go see a client, I understand, I really truly understand the issues that they're truly dealing with. And I think that's why a lot of people like working with me. In that situation, you're in a sink or swim at any time, right? Uh, uh, daily, daily, <laughs> daily. Because, you know, I, I there were times I'd have four or five technicians and we'd walk in, you know, I'd be there at between 7, 7.30 every morning and walk in and there'd be no appointments on the books. And you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I got to make the phone ring. Got to make the phone ring, right? And honestly, the phone could start ringing at, uh, well, I mean, we answered at 24 seven, but the phone could really start ringing about eight o'clock. And at eight o'clock, I could fill up the whole day within 30, 45 minutes sometimes. Sometimes I couldn't get but five appointments a day. You know, it was, it was definitely a roller coaster that was really tough to be on because it was a feast or famine. And I think the service business is very much like that, your feast or famine. And as hard as and much as I tried to like be even keel, right? Like consistent, very difficult, very difficult. So like you're, you're basically trying to schedule people and their hours and then the amount of work coming in was always like a push and pull. Yeah, always. And then moments you're like, oh yeah, we're rocking. And then suddenly the, the rug cuts out from under you. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we would be, you know, we had goals for the month and we'd be rocking it. And then, I mean, like we were right on target for our goal for that month. And then we'd have three days where it was terrible, just terrible. And it just sets you back. Right. And you're like so frustrated, so frustrated that how does that happen? Like you're rocking for three weeks and then all of a sudden it just like stops. And you're like, 
what did I do? What's what's wrong? Why why isn't the phone ringing? What's what's happening? Yeah. What's going on in the world? Right? I mean, I know there's some busted garage doors. <laughs> exactly. You know, because there's a gazillion garage door companies and or I should say tailgaters. One one guy, one man show, and uh, you know they'll always undercut a company because they don't have any overhead. They don't have any. They don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand business. Yeah. Would you do you feel like any of them those um, ups and downs could be directly attributable to like oh my god we got this amazing review or oh this negative review is dogging us and really like anything that you just are can are certain that happened these stories? You know honestly yes. So reviews matter. I mean, and it was hard to get reviews. I never paid for reviews. I was I'm a white hat girl. I'm not a black. Hat girl what? at all what is this at all <laughs> nope not at all and um i like you know do this when somebody's talking black hat because i just know the consequences i've seen it um there was a time there when i wasn't in charge of any uh, all that stuff and and he hired somebody to do all of that and that's back in 2000 when did penguin come out 2008 2009 yeah yeah well we disappeared right off the right off the internet just completely disappeared because this individual was doing a lot of black hat stuff and so i basically had to rebuild everything rebuild the website rebuild i mean it was like starting all over again it was a whooping let me tell you and from that moment i said never again and then in um 2019 I think it was 2019. Um, we had two companies. We we had um, a great a gate company and we had a garage door company. With the first words were this basically the same. It was A1 gate guys and A1 garage doors. So A1 affordable garage doors. So what happened was I don't know if somebody turned us in, but I had the same address except for a suite 101 for the gate guys. Somebody turned us in. All of a sudden, one day, Google Business Profile was now A1 Gate Guys, and I lost the repair garage doors side. And uh, it was a nightmare suspension, like like from hell, from absolute hell. So I've been down that road too. We did everything we possibly could. I lost over 150 reviews on my garage door side and never got them back. Never got them back. Wow. And so, um, I mean, there's a lesson there. There's definitely a lesson there. And I don't know if my competitor turned me in or, or what they did. Something happened. And so it took me six to eight weeks. And I finally hired Jason Brown to um, get us unsuspended because I couldn't get it done. I could not get it done. So it's just a whooping. There's certain things you don't touch. And, um, you know, and I'd had both companies on that address for two and a half years, two and a half years. That's crazy. And in a moment, a blink of the eye, poof, gone, gone, gone. Wow. And so since then you've been, you've been like just helping other business owners running as a an independent, um, yeah. going through, Hey, I've learned all these, all these lessons. Like, let me help you on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is most business owners don't understand how beneficial, uh, you know, like Greg Gifford always talks about, it's your website, right? And how beneficial Google business profile is. They just don't understand what a benefit is, especially if you're a service-based business. I mean, it, it's a no brainer, but they'll sign up, but they won't optimize it. They won't do the things that need to be done to, you know, keep you in the top rankings. They don't put the right categories. They don't, there's so many things that they they don't do or do wrong. And um, so that's what I try to help a lot of people out with. And that's what we talk about at our clubhouse room on Thursdays is, you know, people come with questions. And, and actually, I'm pretty excited about it. But August 1st, we're launching a program with um, Lenny and, and Alicia and myself. And uh, so we're going to be doing... Um, what, what, what should I call it? Mastermind. There's a mastermind. 
there's a master class, there's a mastermind, and then there's a VIP club that people can join. So, um, and it's all for a Google business profile. I'll promote it. Like what's the, what's, uh, what's your, uh, what's the, uh, so the website is, uh, GMB profile tips and tricks.com. And then, uh, it's forward slash master dash class dash sign dash up dash form. <laughs> it's a long one. It's a long one. But, uh, we're Just send that to me. I'll post it in the comment or in the yeah. description. And what's yeah. the clubhouse? Clubhouse is every Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Did, did you say the name what? of the clubhouse? The clubhouse is Google My Business. Oh, just that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are we are six people short of a thousand members in our club. This is the week, right? Mm -hmm. Next Thursday, we're we're crossing that boundary. Yep. Yep. Love to have you. I mean, every, anybody can come. Everybody's welcome, and people have questions, and and uh, we answer them. And you know, people are loving our room. That's I guess that's why we're almost at a thousand in our club. That's awesome. Um, so Casey, um, you've been, um, I mean, you're, you've done in-house, you've done agency side, you do websites uh, all the time. Is like, are there challenges that you have with like um, integrating like the locations onto the page or like, like uh, what are the, what are the things that you run into? I say integrating. I don't know no, most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just getting the business owner to understand how powerful it actually is. Yes. So you can, as a website guy and somebody that loves SEO, if you just only have a Google business profile, you really don't need any of the rest. And, and that's coming from somebody that loves websites and SEO and marketing. If it's done right. If it's if done it's right. If it's done right mm -hmm. and you're on it and active and managing it properly, that could be enough to completely fill your business up with yep. more work than you can do. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It really can. It, it really can. It really can. What do you do about the spammers? You've... So I've, there's, there really hasn't been a whole lot of spammers on my profiles. The, the one that Chris mentioned earlier, that was the first one. And like for that company, that was the first one in a year and a half. So it's not, it's there. And basically like for me, I just have like about every six months I have a business owners and be like, Hey, you're going to get spam. We can, we can rank you from your contact form. You're going to get Google review messages that say, Hey, we can do a thousand Google reviews for you for $2 a piece. And they stick and it will stay there. Like, yeah, they will. And then your Google My Business listing will disappear. But you can do it. I mean, I've played around with it in the day and it works and it will work and then it will disappear. It will. So if you're just a fly-by-night shop, do whatever you want to. If you're trying to make your business be long-term and you want to destroy all your competitors, then yeah, you can build it up and just get more reviews and keep posting in there and you will take over competitors. So let me get this right. Listen to two experts. On Google, Google Business Profile and, and websites and SEO, and educating the client is one of the most powerful things you can do. Yeah. 
and if they're not going to go along with you, all those skill sets kind of it doesn't, I, doesn't function well. Is that what I hear? We can only do so much. Right. I mean, I can set it up. I can't. Well, I can help you get client reviews by setting up systems, but it will work better if you're face-to-face with the client. You'll get a review more times than sending them an email a day later or within 24 hours and asking for a review. It just doesn't. It converts, but not. It'll you gotta convert get it probably. While it's hot. You really got to yeah. get it while it's hot. You got to. Yeah, you you're talking... Would you rather have a, like a 30% conversion rate when you email them 24 hours later, or would you rather have a 90% conversion rate of getting in the review when you're right there in front of them? Well, even 30% is high, Casey, honestly. Oh, yeah, it think is. Think about it. Think about yourself. Think about yourself. You just like had the best time going out and having a steak, right? I mean, it was so good and so delicious, and you're in the moment, and you had a great date with your wife or your family or whatever it is, right? And you just want to tell everybody how good it was right then and there, right? And then you go home, you watch your movie, whatever, do your thing. You get up the next morning and it's gone. That enthusiasm and that excitement is gone. Somebody might yep. say, hey, did you enjoy your dinner last night? You're going to say, yeah, it was really good. But that enthusiasm is gone. Goodbye, dopamine rush. So ride the dopamine wave, right? Yeah, yep. absolutely. So I wanted to share with you guys. I'm going to I'm going to share this with you guys if you don't mind. Okay. I'm kind of proud of this. Can you see that? Yeah, hang on, let me add it to the screen. There you go. So, what wow. this is is a company that I work for and this is the process that I do that actually Lisa Duty talked about at her Rocks Digital Conference. So in uh, May of 2021, we had 176 clicks to the website, 33,000.8 impressions, and uh, approximately eight first-page impressions. So my process was I wrote a blog of 500 to 1,000 words every week. I took part of that blog and put it on Google Business Profile and posted it and then linked it back to the website. And after one year of doing that on a weekly basis, look at my numbers. The clicks, what, tripled? Almost quadrupled? Quadrupled or more. Yeah. And my impressions doubled. uh, Or I mean my, yeah, my impressions doubled. And my uh, page, first impression, first, ah, pages uh, with first impressions tripled. Wow. Yeah. So do we have a hard cutoff at this three minutes? Like just a few minutes left? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, we're good. But I just want people to understand that this this is not a lot of time and not a lot of work. And um, then people are going to say, well, what do I vlog about? Well, we can talk about that another time. But I just want to show you the value that Google loves Google. Google loves fresh content on the website. Google loves fresh content on Google Business Profile. And you may, when you make it this circle, because I always have a call to action, it's either learn more, um, call now, or book an appointment, or whatever the case may be. So that's the important thing that people need to understand. Um, even if you're working in an agency, write a blog a week for your clients, honestly. You know, find their keywords and things that they want to talk about. Write a blog for them and post it on Google Business Profile and link it back to the website or link it where you need to link it to. Always have a call to action. We all know that, right? Yep. So the important thing, and that's what can happen. That's what can happen. I I can only imagine. Now, I'm only there one day a week. So I I can only imagine if I did that twice a week. I wonder what my numbers would be. It blew me away, though. It actually blew me away. Those numbers blew me away. Those are those are amazing numbers. <laughs> yeah, um, I spend a lot of people's money to get those kind of clicks. So, <laughs> um, the uh, I, the question. So, I, the one that stops so many people that I, the one that I hear, uh, I don't know. Hey, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing this. Is time right? What all do I need to be doing? And so, there's. Um, 
one of the, something in there that you had said that is a, a wonderful time effect, you know, efficiency method, which is you're, you're not duplicating your effort by taking a portion of the blog and putting in Google business profile, linking it back. And then the full blog article is put on the website. I, I love that for the efficiency of the time. Um, I would add, then I would ask the next question, which is how much time aside from, yes, I know I need to ask for the review, but how much time should I, as the small business owner spend, um, um, working on my profile or responding? Was that a, you know, is a per week or, or, or day? Oh no, I, you don't have to do it per day. So, you know, we talk about at clubhouse, we talk about, um, you know, Monday, uh, manic Mondays or taco Tuesdays, or, you know, whatever you can create something in your business that goes along with that. Right. Um, honestly, one hour a week, if you just do the Google business profile, honestly, one hour a week, and that's answering reviews. Of course, as soon as a review comes across my desk for my clients, I stop and I answer it right away. I don't wait for three or four days. Um, because you get too busy and then you'll forget to answer it. But it comes right across the desk and I'm answering it right then and there. Um, and understand that when you do answer that, then the people who wrote the review, they get an email stating that you answered the review. So um, they're always notified. Now, whether they come back and say something extra, rarely, but they're notified because I'm sure they want to see what you wrote, right? If you were kind or mean or negative or, or whatever the case may be. But um, honestly, for a business owner who's super busy, this is what I recommend. Uh, and I work with some big executives. And uh, we all schedule appointments for doctors, dentists, lunch, all that. Okay. Why aren't you scheduling an appointment with yourself for one hour a week to do this? That's it. It's not hard. But why aren't you? because you don't value yourself enough to do that really. And so if you were to implement that, I learned that a long time ago from Dan Kennedy, the no BS series, time management. I would schedule and I still do. I schedule time, let's say every week from 11 to 12, I'm writing for X, Y, and Z. I turn my phone off. I turn my email off. I am focused for that hour. And when I was at the garage door company, I would shut my door and I would tell them, unless you're dying or somebody got into a car wreck, do not disturb. And it's amazing how much I could get done in a short period of time. I feel like I'm in a classroom. I know. I forgot, to turn in, I forgot to turn in my homework That's and I'm just staring around and going, I... Uh, I didn't study this week, did I? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to go. Well, this is people's uh, excuses. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Yeah. We all have the same amount of time, and you do have enough time. It's just how are you prioritizing your time? And yep. and, and it's, that's really all that it is. I mean, I waste time, too. I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect because I certainly am not. There are days that I'm like, yeah, I didn't get none today. <laughs> yeah. I'm a news you know? It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, we all get it, but I do schedule those times and I do say, okay, because honestly, if you do that, you get done with it and you're like, yes, I can move on to the next thing. I can go do something fun now or I can, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Give yourself yeah. that dopamine hit, right? Just, yeah. Yes, I've done something. Check it off the list. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic, just pencil that in, schedule it. No client can schedule in that time. Sorry, that time's booked. Yeah. You'd be Feeling surprised. That. You would be surprised. And I think that's probably how I got so much done in a short period of time at the previous company, because again, I ran everything except for the repairs. I was operations. I was accounting i was office i was warehouse i was inventory i was i don't know whatever else department you can have in a company i was it so 
you know, you get pulled so many different directions in a day that you have to figure out how to get things done. And obviously that was how I was able to get that company from zero to 1.6 million. Truly. That is impressive. Yeah, that is so impressive. Well, you know, and it's, you know, and I kind of look at it sometimes like it's not that much money, but you know, at a, at our average ticket was four ticket was $465, you know, it fluctuated a little bit. So multiply $465 times 1.6. That's a lot. Wow. That's a lot. Yep. yep. All right. I say let's wrap it up there for this week. We're going to start trying to do these on a weekly basis. So we'll have some other guests and I'm sure we'll have you back a whole lot, Chris. It's fun having you here. Wonderful knowledge. Well, I love to share. I love to give. I love to help. So, you know, if anybody needs it, I'm here. Yep. I say this on Clubhouse all the time. I'm just grateful for all the people that have helped me over the years for 13 years, 14 years, and continue to help me. You too continue to help me. And uh, I just want to give back just like you have given to me. So I'm happy to be here whenever you ask. Heck yeah. All right. All right. We're out, folks. Yep. Thanks, everyone.